Northwest Christian School Online provides online Christian education for any students ranging from kindergarten to 10th grade. The tuition is fully covered through the state of Arizona's ESA program and is affordable for families out of state. You can count on NCS Online for a rigorous, proven online program that establishes a robust biblical worldview for all students. For more information, go to ncsonline.org. That's ncsonline.org. The brothers, for you and I to live for the kingdom of God, it's going to require a, a perspective shift, a new way of thinking, a new mindset. What in the world would it mean to pray, Thy kingdom come? Seek first the kingdom of God. Know that your home is in heaven and live as if that's your goal. What we've done in the past simply can't be done anymore. That we lived our life in a certain manner because it was basically a Christian world, a Christian culture that we're living in. That time, those times are over. It's not enough to be a believer. It's not. You, it is not sufficient for you just to believe and that's it. You cannot be a believer. Being a believer leads to being a follower. Instead of all these things we're worried about that consume our thoughts and our minds, instead of using your mental energy on that, instead, seek his kingdom. What in the world would it mean to pray, thy kingdom come? Welcome to Kingdom Culture Conversations. It's Mr. G here, um, and I hope you're listening to the, all these conversations we're having. I've learned a lot, grown a lot, proud of this um, uh, podcast that we're doing a part of Frameworks, an initiative of Northwest Christian School. Um, check that out in this in the show notes. But I'm here with my friend, Mr. Brown. Hello, G. How you doing? I'm doing well. Love it. Me too. Um, having a great day. And we're also here with my friend. Um, I've known you how long, B? Uh, I think we're going on 11 years. 11 years. Mr. Ethan Burson. Hello. Wow. Hello, hello. Our seventh grade Bible teacher. Yeah. And... And... You, Beyond seventh grade Bible, yeah, maybe not quite as important as the Bible, but no. important nonetheless. <laughs> esports Our coach, esports coach, esports yeah. coach. I'm gonna agree, not as important as the Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not. Yeah. It's close. Uh, and let's not forget uh, middle school worship arts. Oh, middle school right. worship Possibly arts, Possibly the greatest classroom on campus. That's amazing. I'm gonna argue that. That's argue amazing. That, yeah. Make that point. It's an awesome. It's an so awesome. So you, you started here 11 years ago. Uh, yeah, I'm going on 11, possibly 12. Yeah, lost count a little bit. Okay. Yeah. And one of my favorite yeah. stories about Mr. Burson. Uh, Mr. Brown is um, his first year. We had a teacher, a high school teacher, come up to me and said, "Gee, do we have an eighth grader that drives? Because yeah. <laughs> you got in your yeah. old '63. I was driving a pretty sweet, blue pretty truck, sweet truck, and he thought you were an eighth grader. Yep. Um, yep. And then you were an aide. Yep. And what happened? Like uh, you were going to school, right? Yeah. So I was aide for seven years, and uh, was attending GCU. Uh, yeah, it took me seven years. Lopes up. I should be a doctor by now, um, but seven <laughs> years at GCU, um, and uh, yeah, graduated from there. And it, it, Lord's plan aligned perfectly. Yeah, uh, Miss Mazin reached out, and as soon as I was done graduating, she's we, we want to get you in here. Yeah, and so I started teaching science, and then uh, the Bible department opened up a spot, and so awesome. I got to see you in there. Huge yeah. gift to our campus, Amen. to our students. Um, and uh, and we're here to talk about esports today, aren't we, Mister? We Brown? are. Yeah, we're we're exploring yeah. this. This controversial topic, the video game, if you will. It the is. Video games. Yeah. But walk us through. What, yeah. what are some of the things on campus in terms of our esports program? Yeah. Got what the... is it? This was originally uh, how many years ago? I want to. Uh, I'll ball. I'll ballpark it. It was probably five or six years ago where I came to you with the idea. Yeah. And and 
yeah. uh, immediately sold me on it, and and this thing has taken off in that time. Yeah. But describe our esports program. Yeah. So listeners have yeah. an idea what we're talking about. I mean, we started in a small room like five six years ago, um, and got some grants to get some Xboxes. Um, yeah, but define esports. Yeah. What, what yeah. is esports? esports? Oh, calling calling gamers out of their rooms to come and compete. Yeah. Um, right now we're we're competing under the AIA banner, um, just like our football teams and and other teams on on campus, um, and just calling gamers to come and uh, to form teamwork skills to take on other schools. Um, wow. And so we're, I mean, any any team we play in football, you'll see us also competing against them. And well, you play uh, some big schools too, and, and we also play some yeah. bigger schools. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, since it's a newer thing, where there there is no set like divisions. So yeah, we're playing like huge public schools all the way down to um, smaller private Christian schools. Yeah. What games are you guys playing? I know uh, Smash Bros. Because my son yeah. um, is on the Smash Bros. team. Yeah, Joey uh, Three G. year varsity letterman. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. And uh, I have the jersey. Yes, um, you do. It's really rad. So what what other games are you guys playing? Yeah. So. So, like G said, Super Smash Bros. Um, we also run. So that is in our fall spot. Our fall spot. We run Super Smash Bros. And then when we go over to winter, uh, we're running the Call of Duty. COD. Uh, COD. Whatever the newest Call of Duty is that that rotates in every year. Uh, this year being. But that doesn't um, run the Vanguard. The no, that one is that one. We are running through the HSEL. Okay. Um, the AIA has it's almost a club. Uh, like club. That one's more of a yeah, yeah. club just to keep. Just to keep esports moving in our on our campus, um, and then in the spring we launch um, into Overwatch, which is uh, through the AIA. Um, we also run um, Super Rocket Smash League? Bros, and then Rocket League. Yeah, excuse me, that one is also in the fall. That's fall. Yeah, okay. and and our, our Rocket League team this year made it to the playoffs for the first time, which yeah. was, which is awesome. You had uh, a ringer in there. Yeah, and, uh, we did. Yeah, uh, Joey. I don't know if I can shout out his name or not, but he was yeah, he was shout him out. Hot. Yeah, Aguirre, Josiah Aguirre. Um, played some great matches. We were a uh, 32nd seed going up against the two, um, and we took them to took them to like the last round That's and lost great. lost lost uh, in the last round. But it, it was fun. It was exciting and a good run this year uh, in terms of uh, Super Smash Bros. Yeah, yeah, another great one. Yeah, last year we made the playoffs. This year we we missed it by I th- I, I want to say one or two spots. Wow. Um, but yeah, but it was a great season. In fact, I think we're going to launch Super Smash Bros. again. AIA is actually picking it up for a second season this year. Okay. So you'll you'll be able to see us again this year. So when we inevitably win, I, I say that confident, <laughs> yeah. when yes. we yes. win that yeah. first esports state yeah. championship, what do we do with that purple banner? Do, I, we, I, do we hang it in the gym? I think we hang it over one of the football banners. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> wow. no, no, no. Hold on. Hold Things on. are getting real. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Of course, we know you're kidding. We know <laughs> It's tough. It's no, it's, it's kind of it's it's off the yeah. radar, isn't yeah. it? It's it not, is. It's not something people yeah. think. Oh yeah, there's a football team. There's a basketball team. There's a baseball. Yeah. Oh, what's esports? Yeah. I mean, you're going to hear that a lot, right? What's yeah, right. esports? Yeah. Let me clarify. I love our football team. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would just love to see it um, start to get accepted. Yeah. yeah. We don't want to mess around with those guys. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd love to see that getting accepted at that level. Just pinned up. Pinned up somewhere in our gym, I think would be. Well, awesome. and you've you've really championed it on campus, but we also know, you know, it's the. Esports arena is is blowing up all over all over the nation, yeah. all over the world, really. And people and are watching. I, like people watch this. Like they're watch other people on Twitch, right? And yeah, streaming yeah, services. We like, got a Twitch channel. We do. Right? Yeah, we just launched it this year. Uh, that's a part of my initiative to get this accepted in our culture and get yeah. it out to our other students to see what we're doing in there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we launched that this year. That's um, awesome. NCS Crusader Esports. Cool. If anybody like yeah, to check, check that, that out, out. Yeah. I'll put a link in it. Yeah, that'd in be great. Show notes. Yeah. yeah, but you know, AZ Central ran an article in October twenty twenty one, and they they said this. They said the billion dollar, and that's billion with billion. a B. With a B. The billion dollar esports industry was officially introduced as a team sport to Arizona high schools in twenty nineteen. 
when the AIA, which oversees high school sports competition in the state, partnered with Play Versus, a gaming platform that organizes high school and college esports leagues. Esports provided an extracurricular activity to students who might not otherwise have one that appealed to them. Since the inaugural season in 2019, the AIA has seen an increase every year in the number of esports programs in Arizona. This year, more than 70 AIA member schools have esports programs up from 49 last year. Uh, There still are more than 200 AIA member schools that do not offer esports teams. Uh, Mr. B, can you tell us? Uh, a bit about how esports developed at Northwest Christian, but more specifically, you know, when you came into the office that that day to to pitch this this program, you weren't after a purple banner. No, you, you were no. after the hearts of kids, weren't you? Yeah, a hundred percent. This is a community that I grew up in. Um, what was the gaming community? Um, and I just like many people, the stereotypes. I saw this whole of. Um, students just being in the room by themselves. And yeah. um, like you said, like that article says, um, giving these these students an opportunity um, that might not otherwise have had an opportunity to get plugged in. Um, and then what a great idea to like pull them out of their out of their rooms yeah. um, and have them. Uh, that was my heart to have to have this community where we pull these kids out of their rooms that don't have a place on campus um, and then get them into a room together. Learning, learning what you learn in typical sports. Um, teamwork. teamwork. Did you have that kind of community when you were growing up? Um, like, or were you just in your basement or for, your for esports? Um, yeah. Did you feel like it was a yeah. community you were a part of and learning yeah. some? I mean, were you learning yeah. good skills? Yeah, I, I would say looking back on it uh, in hindsight, yeah, it taught me a ton, a ton of teamwork. That, I mean, I, I was fortunate enough to be able to like travel and compete and play to where I wasn't just competing online. Like I would go to local local tournaments and travel, like you know, to California and other different tournaments around. Wow, um, you were making a little bit of money. Uh, I mean, not we're winning. Yeah, 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 nothing to support myself on, but yeah, a little yeah. fun change to probably by the next game or two. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just this idea, and even I want to attack this idea as well of to give those kids an opportunity. Right. to have a place as well i mean we had the we had the freshman homecoming king on our on our rocket league team so i mean you you want to talk about a cool environment yeah. That's cool. um getting yeah. getting kids that typically aren't on a team you know competing with the star volleyball player and also play soccer and one homecoming king on the same team together i mean yeah, i'm not sure you're really gonna, cool. i'm not sure that's you're cool. gonna see that anywhere well, and, else. and i think one of the things that we talked about that first day was this idea of and we talked about quite a quite a bit around here and it's the idea of stitching, stitching. yeah and it's the, the notion that every kid has god-given talents interests yeah. abilities the psalms tell us that god gives us the desires of our heart mm-hmm. and yeah. and what that means in in my mind is that if if you're a student or you're an adult and you've got a desire to do this or that mm-hmm. uh as long as that does not conflict with your relationship with the lord that that comes from him yeah and is designed by him and and to be used for his glory and his Amen. schools yeah sometimes the temptation for schools is to take take the easy road, to hit the easy button, and say, "Okay, well, we're going to have the athletic program, we're going to have the fine arts program, we're going to have we're going to have this and that." And for students, if you fit into one of those buckets, then your high school experience is going to be great. Right. But if you don't fit in yeah. one of those buckets, then you feel like an outsider for all four years of high school. Yeah. And so yeah. I think good schools are going to sit down and take a look at the interests and the unique things that God has invested within students and say, okay, how could we use those interests, kind of like a, a, a piece of thread, and stitch them into the yeah. fabric yeah. of the school? Yeah. And you've done that exceedingly well. Thank you, sir. Exceedingly well. Thank you. You know, I think the other temptation is that these students would, would say they basically compartmentalize their lives. 
where on the yeah. one hand they would say, okay, yeah. this is my passion for video games, yeah. and this is my passion for the Lord, but they're two wholly separate things. Yeah. And what you've been teaching young people is that they're not, mm-hmm. that they can still glorify God. They can still accomplish the mission of the Great Commission yep. in the form of video games. Can you talk a little bit yeah. about that? What do those, those conversations look like yeah. when you're coaching? I was going to say Great Commission. Um, that's something that's huge on my heart when it comes to, I mean, life in general, but even more specifically, uh, my esports team. Uh, in fact, if we have time, I've got an amazing story how God has um, used what I consider one of the most unreached people group. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but the virtual the virtual people. Um, I I honestly consider the video game world um, one of the most unreached people. Because um, it's not like Christ-centered and like you're not on these chats and they're like, <laughs> no, yeah, do you, no, yeah. no I'm, not, I, I'm, not, I'm not joking, but right. It's yeah, not. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a. Yeah. And, what, and one of my very first devotions every year with the kids um, that, that come into the esports team is um, we talk about how how truly some of these Call of Duty lobbies and other games can be a really, really dark place. And how can we fulfill the Great Commission and bring the light of Christ into this this virtual world where people, these are real people behind the controllers, right? Yeah. That we can that we can Hurting, influence. Lost. Yeah. And um, I don't know if we can launch into the story now. Dude, yeah. 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 I'd love to hear yeah. So yeah. I, I, uh, this is where I've seen the Great Commission fulfilled through video games in my own life. Growing up, um, when I was in high school, I met this 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 kid online. I'll I'll, I'll keep his name anonymous because he's going through a lot right now. Yeah. Um, but we played for for seven years online together. Never met this guy. Did in you real never life. met him? You just no. just from but computer. We had bond. We had bonded. Uh, Any idea where he lives? Uh, yeah. In fact, in fact, uh, I visited him and he has visited me. Um, he is up in Washington. Wow, that's cool. Um, and now now near the Vancouver area um but we had formed this bond and uh and one one morning I remember I remember the morning this is one of those things that I will never forget where I was uh, I looked at my phone and he said hey hey Ethan can you give me a call I uh, gave him a call and um he was in tears I'm like brother what's going on um and his sister had, had taken her own life um, and she was um uh, he was the first one to, to find her, and wow. he, I mean, he was wrecked. Uh, he, he called me that morning, and uh, I said, "Jacob, why are you calling me, man? Like, have you reached out to your dad yet?" He's like, "He's like, you're the only person I know um, that loves Jesus, and I and I don't know what to do right now." Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 through that, it, it built this even tighter bond to where. Um, um, through that, I've been able to encourage him, um, trying to get him right now um, some help for some things he's going through. But he reaches out to me when when life gets hard, and then I just get to share uh, the love of Jesus with him yeah. and encourage him. Um, uh, almost right now, it's on a weekly basis, yeah. um, so but cool. really, really cool. And and he's had the opportunity to fly down to his um, parents, uh, grandparents in Mesa, um, and I pick him up and take him out to dinner and just chat with him and yeah. and, and just love on him, and then. So what um, games yeah. do you guys play? <clears throat> so so when we bonded, uh, it was over the Halo series, uh, uh, Halo, and then and then he was one of those buddies that came with me into the Call of Duty scene. Um, How have you seen yeah. our students being a light like that? I mean, not like that. Obviously, we haven't built those relationships, but have you seen them being a light in that? Because they're they're playing against other. I mean, yeah. they're homes too. Yeah, and, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the biggest thing that stands out to me is uh, we've been really trying to get uh in the hospital setting there's uh there's like these carts that you can roll around that have controllers for the handicap um, or, or any kid that's just going through it and needs mm-hmm. to 
and needs to have something to do while he sits in, in the hospital room. And so last couple of seasons, we've been planning on how can we um, raise enough funds or put together something to go and purchase a couple of these carts. And it's, it's fun to see our boys get excited uh, and, and girls. We, do have, we have girls on our esports team as well. Uh, get excited about about that that like how can how can we use that is very cool uh, yeah how can we use christ and and use this as a platform and then of course we always challenge our boys when we're and and girls when we're competing um that that we are honoring christ in our words and our actions uh, on there so number one you're honoring christ and your and your actions by being the best teammate you can be um uh, if you're frustrated at you know going to your teammate um with love and respect and figuring out what's wrong um versus you know just yelling over each other and so on and so forth and then as far as the way we talk to the other team as well Uh, we are playing other schools that aren't christian and um you'll we'll we'll be in chats and communications with them it's not necessarily always the most wholesome of language being used in there but uh, but for us we always want to put on um, the light and life the light, the light, the light of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. <clears throat> Love it, E. Yeah. Well done. Now, there there are some, unfortunately, some negative associations. Absolutely. Uh, earned or unearned. There yeah. are some, some negative associations. Stereotypes. And, yeah. And, and recently that came to light during the trial of uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to read a, a quote here from uh, Game Rant. Um, it says this. Recently, Kyle Rittenhouse was, was tried and acquitted for killing two people and injuring another in Kenosha, Wisconsin. The then 17-year-old Rittenhouse traveled to Wisconsin from Illinois with a rifle, allegedly to protect property and provide medical aid while protesters demonstrated against the police shooting of Jacob Blake, uh, which triggered civil unrest, not unlike the George Floyd murder earlier that summer. Amid the protests, Rittenhouse shot and killed uh, Joseph Rosenbaum after Rosenbaum allegedly tried to take uh, Kyle's rifle from him. Rittenhouse later shot and killed Anthony Huber, uh, who is said to have hit the defendant uh, with a skateboard and tried to take his rifle as well. Finally, Rittenhouse shot and injured uh, Gage Grusskreutz uh, after Kurtz. he was uh, approached the defendant while armed with a handgun. During during the trial, there was a surprising moment, though, wasn't there, where suddenly uh, the, the, the prosecutor, uh, the Kenosha County Assistant District Attorney Thomas Binger, uh, asked Rittenhouse about his history mm. with video games. Uh, let's take a moment, and we're going to listen uh, to that, that portion of the trial. Isn't it true when you would hang out at, with Dominic Black, you'd play Call of Duty and other first-person shooter video games? Sometimes. And those are games in which you use weapons like AR-15s to pretty much shoot anybody who comes at you, correct? It's a video game where two players are playing together. I don't really understand the meaning of your question, to be honest. Isn't one of the things people do in these video games try and kill everyone else with your guns? Yeah, it's a video game. It's just a video game. It's not real life. Ethan, uh, what's your sense of this? Do you believe that there is, is, is this, this gentleman, uh, this prosecutor is suggesting that there is a link. And I think the game that, they, that they're referencing here is Call of Duty. Call of Duty, yeah. Um, and that's one of the games that we play. Is there a link between real world and virtual violence? Okay, so if you look at, the, if you look at that trial, um, the, prosecutor, the prosecutors from the very beginning 
uh, were grasping for anything they could, um, putting together um, their attack against against Kyle. Um, and if you look, if you look at um, if you look at the way he stated these things, this has been something that has been going on against the gaming culture for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's something I like to call uh, it's a scapegoat um, where the prosecutors and different people try to blame the problem, um, these these problems that are real problems going on in our in our world um, on video games, um, where if you look if you look at our our different issues in our society right now, um, it, it's the that's the easy way. Um, the easy way out. It's the video games problem. Let's just pin it on there, um, and 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 walk away from there. But if I mean, if we look at bigger, major issues, um, you know, divorce rates and um, just our culture trying to push Christ out, um, which we all know is not going to happen. Yeah. Um, and that. And so for me, I, I see it more so as that's been something that's been going on um, since the early '90s of trying to pin video games as as the the sole issue. Um, and and in my heart and and what I feel is there's there's bigger issues underneath that that are creating um, violence. And then even so, with inside of my own testimony on that, I, this is a game I've. These are the games I grew up playing. Um, and and personally, something I'm proud of. I've never been in a fist fight. I've never. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just love people, you know, I just, I, I love going out and showing the light of Christ to people. Um, and so I don't know, I, I personally haven't experienced it. I, you can look into the APA research on it. They've done extensive research on it. As but that's well. mixed. You know, I did that <clears throat> yeah. uh, in preparation for a conversation yeah. today. And it's interesting because yeah. it's, it's really significantly mixed, but yeah. you know, in, and I'm going to drill down a little bit on this cause I'm, you know, I think you're right to say it is not the issue mm-hmm. that's the root right. of violence in our culture today. There's, yeah. there's obviously more far reaching deeper issues at work there, but could it be an issue? Could it be a contributing factor? Mm. You know, if you take um, the wrong tool and you put it in the har- in, in the hand of, of the wrong individual, it can do more harm than good. Yeah. And so I think it's responsible to say yeah. that violent video games in the wrong hands right. can do harm. Yeah. I mean, would you agree with that or, or do you think yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's funny. They We're, don't get a pass. I, yeah. I, I don't, in my view, yeah. I don't think. I wouldn't do. give them a pass at all. I think obviously, especially if they're, if a child's living under your roof, you need to be involved yeah. in, in, in your parenting decisions and and doing research on what your kids are playing and the implications of what your kids are playing and so i mean we were just joking about a game grand theft auto uh, before we started up the podcast and right. uh, and of course the you can in that game play god you can go around and do whatever you want with with inside of that the virtual society um so yeah if you give the you know the keys to the car to the to a 13 year old they're you're They're not going to drive the car very well. Right. Yeah. But if we come alongside our young men and women that are playing these games um, and have some healthy conversations with them along the way. So uh, whether violence really or not, because I remember 1999, April 20th, that was yeah. Columbine shooters, yeah. Eric Carroll, mm-hmm. Harris, Dylan Keebold, and that was a big, yeah. these guys were playing video games. And that's when that whole idea of video games, yeah. ca- that, that yeah. attack on video games really started it, there. It, it yeah, kind of that fueled was the it. start of it. Yeah. And then this Grand Theft Auto, it's not just violence, but it's also the degradation of of humans, mm-hmm. women. Yeah, yeah women. Yep. Um, does that contribute to a worldview, do you think? Do you see that contributing to a kid's worldview and what they think about people without Christ in there? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You take Christ out of out of any yeah. situation, Amen. for sure. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. But even more so, a game that allows... Uh, even a game that allows you to, like you said, basically do whatever you want. Um, yeah. Commit any sin that you want to. Um, yeah. Well, 
you can. So I'm so glad you were there, B, because to have Christ in there is awesome. Yeah. Because that's what we all need, right? That's the answer for everything Mm -hmm. is we need Jesus. Yeah. Well, I think, too, the thing to realize is that none of the none of the students in that esports team, this is the very first time they picked up a controller to play Call of Duty. Right. These are these are games that kids are already playing. Yeah. And I think what you're doing is you're providing the guidance to say, OK, listen, there's some responsible Huge. ways to do this. And yeah. I think one of the ways um, that that we need to look at is balance, mm-hmm. finding that that balance in your life so that you're not you're not playing consumed until 4 a.m yeah. call of duty and we'll we'll talk about that a little bit more later um but it's that idea of guiding them into making the right choices there mm-hmm. are settings in these games yep. i mean i think it raised some eyebrows when we allowed an m-rated game to be played by our esports team here on this campus yeah. and that was that was a decision that i own yeah but yeah. i know within that decision there there are uh, aspects wherein what most excited me about that was the fact that you were going to be able to coach these these students to understand, okay, how do we play this game responsibly? How do mm-hmm. we do, what does it look like to change the settings? I don't want to hear that language. Yeah. I don't want to see that yep. gore. So what do we do yeah. about that? Yeah, when you allow that on campus, um, if somebody that's in the in the room with these guys doing this with them, I can, I can yeah. honestly say it's done more good for them than harm, yes. um, for sure. It's given them a place... Um, to come together and learn how to appropriately do these things. Um, and, and like you, you touched on time management earlier as well. I mean, even this season, this was the first season since uh, Call of Duty is not under the AIA, but we, we run by AIA rules regardless of what season we're in uh, mm-hmm. for our boys and, and girls. And um, it, this was the first season where it came up where a kid was ineligible because of their – um, because of their grades, and uh, it was the first time we sat down and and we had the, as the coaching staff we said, hey, what's going on? Uh, cool. He's like, you know, I got a lot going on at home right now. Um, just the family's going through it. I've I've really been using uh, this game to kind of just bury my head and try get away from from what's going on, and and wow. and not putting school first, not putting Christ first. And man, Great did that? You, do you want to you want to hear how quick his grades came up? He yeah. he was eligible for the next game. Uh, That's uh, awesome. And so. Regard, you know, I don't. I'm not sure that would have happened if, if, if otherwise, if he wasn't a part of our team. Yeah. And so, so yeah, it is. It is teaching these guys how to appropriately use these games um, to make sure yeah. that they're, they're, uh, they're, they're in order, right? That they're putting Christ well, first in school. I, I think that's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, I, that's amazing. amazing. I mean, that's that's the goal, yeah. right? The goal isn't yeah. to win. Yeah. A, I just read the purple banner. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, but the goal is to teach these young men, young yeah. women, um, yeah. skills and and. Yeah. Was there some pushback on the settings because they're used to playing in a different way? Did no, they, like, they don't okay. even know we changed the settings. That's great. Yeah, they didn't, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, they, didn't like they didn't even notice. And, and, of course, we've had that conversation with them. But once we launched into it, for these, for these kids, it's about the competition. It's not about yeah. if they're hearing the language or the gore. It's about do they have better teamwork than the other team? Are they able to take right. out? It's... You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not about the gore and the language. It's about competition for these great. guys. <clears throat> Ethan, great conversation. Yeah. I would love to come back if if I could. Can we invite you back tomorrow? And I'd like to I'd like to this is a this is a it's huge important. topic. It's yeah. important. And I think yeah. we've got some more ground to cover. Can yeah. we get you back on the podcast tomorrow? Yeah, I would love to. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'd love to. Excellent. Love it. Well, folks, thank you. Thank you for listening to Kingdom Culture Conversations. Yeah. And uh, join us tomorrow as we continue the con- the conversation about the controversies, the opportunities available uh, through eSports and, and Kingdom Culture.
Southwest Christian School has made biblical worldview online courses available to all high school students for transcript credit, regardless of whether they attend public school, private school, charter school, or homeschool. Frameworks is an exciting new initiative utilizing the learning management system of Grand Canyon University. For more information, visit BibleClassesForPublicSchools.com.